0: The level of the depth of, of relief that comes from that, just like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not all alone on this. I really thought I was. I really believed I was all alone here. And, and to know that that's not the case in that moment and that it will no longer be the case moving forward is, is one of the greatest experiences I've ever felt as an entrepreneur.
1: What is keeping you from growing your business to the next level? I'm Jess Bergio, one of the hosts here for Fast Foundations, the podcast. Between the three of us, my co-host Jim, RT, and I have grown several businesses scaling beyond seven figures. And you know what? not a single one of those businesses came with a blueprint. For years, we poured time and resources into our businesses, from salons, tech companies, and product-based businesses, navigating success and failures on our own. For all of us though, it began to change in 2019 when we found a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and industry leaders to mentor us. That community was Fast Foundations. Just like The Mastermind, we're bringing on experts and having discussions to give you tips to not only improve the foundational skill sets you need, but to also fast track your growth. We'll dive into the core pillars of what will make your business succeed. Whether you have a brand new idea that you're looking to turn into a business or you're already a successful entrepreneur looking to scale, this community is here to take you to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Fast Foundations, the podcast. It's your girl, Jessica Bergio, one of the hosts for Fast Foundations, the podcast. And I am joined today by one of my dear friends. We are a couple of the OGs from the very first round of Fast Foundations, the mastermind. Arvin Anderson, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm excited to chat with you. I feel like every time we have conversation, there's like always so much energy in it. And I attribute that to the way you show up because... You kind of bring that energy out in people. Um, And I got to witness that firsthand in a room with the very first round uh, of the mastermind, something that was brand new to me. Uh, Was that mastermind experience the very first one for you as well?
0: Yeah, that was the first time I've ever been in one. But I've been familiar with the concept of a mastermind for probably a good 20 years before going into that room. It was something I, I always aspired to be a part of because... For me, the the concept of a mastermind was you just like being in the room with elite level thinkers that were just on the path of doing big things. It was just it was a special concept to me that I always was drawn to.
1: So, where were you at? Take us back and paint a picture. Um, where were you at in your business before? being ready to jump into this mastermind. What kind of catapulted you to finally say yes to because having known about them for 20 years and then waiting until where you were at in your business. What was it the like deciding factor for you to finally say yes to yourself for that?
0: Yeah, I was in a in a in a big transition. You know, at the time I had a brick and mortar crossfit gym that I've been running for years and I was ready to transition out of that. Not really sure where to take these skill sets of coaching outside of out of that arena. I didn't really know what existed at that point and I just started to learn around, about the online space, and at the time, mastermind started to show up for the first time in my life. I'd heard of the concept, but I've never been, never seen a room become available before. And you know, somebody had told me to, to listen to this podcast, and I, and I listened to the podcast. At the end, they they pitched this mastermind, and with great marketing, as great marketing always does, it just outlined everywhere I was at with with my business. And I'm like, Oh, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I think I'm supposed to be in this room. <laughs> and so I pulled up the sales page and it had about three hours before the cart closed on that mastermind. It had been open for, I don't know, a month, but I'd never heard about it. And so I had, I didn't even have the opportunity to hop on a sales call like everybody else. I just had to make a decision. I didn't know who these people were. I didn't know really anything about it except what the sales page said, but the sales page was felt, felt like it was written just for me. So I was like, let me go with my intuition. My intuition screaming hell yes. So I pulled the trigger and got myself in the room.
1: Mm, my gosh. And the rest is history. No, I wish, right? <laughs> There's been a lot of moments of self-discovery over the years between then and now. We joined in early 2019. That was February, I think, of 2019, when we joined that first, very first round of Fast Foundation's the mastermind. And I was just like you, and I've shared the story several times on this on this podcast around thinking that masterminds were for only really high-level thinkers and for people who were already doing really big things in their business. And I hadn't seen one that spoke to the early stage, quote-unquote, accidental entrepreneur. That was the tagline that sold me. I didn't even need to read the rest of the sales page. I was like, oh, I'm an accidental entrepreneur. Like, I got into entrepreneurship Um, not because I, I said, fuck it. I don't want to work for anybody. I just kind of fell into it with the industry I was in kind of similar, probably to you, like with the gym. Um, I had the salon, you have the gym and you know, I think sometimes you get to a point in your life in business where you're like, there's gotta be more. I know, I know, I know a lot of things, but I know there's a lot of things that I don't know. Um, and that sales page spoke to that as far as like, where you were at in your life, in your business. Have you been struggling with this? Has this been challenging? Do you need some of this in your life? Uh, and it was like a hell yes for me too. It was like a full body. Everybody I talk to that's joined, generally it's like a visceral like, oh shit, yeah, this is it. This is the thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in that moment, it was just the moment of decision. It's, it's like make, making a bet on yourself, right? It's, that, that's what it was. And, and for me, my mantra is when push comes to shove, the end of the day, if the only bet left to make is on myself, I make that bet 100% of the time.
1: I love that. Okay. So we have the gym. We're at the gym point. You've joined the mastermind. You get in the room. Give me your take on your first experience um, moments. As you walked into the room, you're around all these people. What are those feelings coming up? Because I know a lot of people get held back from putting themselves in rooms like this for fear of showing up, being seen, taking up space self-limiting like doubts around, do I deserve to be here? There's so much that comes up for people and I know it can come up long before they even step into the room. So share your experience of what that was like to walk into that. Cause we had a couple calls before, which were all on Zoom, right? But then we get into the room and now again, we're back at live and in-person. We're having live in-person events again, which is amazing. Um, But I know that kind of holds people back because you can see the numbers of commitment. People, when it's just Zoom, there's a lot more people that are willing to show up. Because I think, you know, we can kind of hide behind our screen, make it fit in our pockets of time. But when you're forced to be in person, you know, it's a totally different experience.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a terrifying experience. It's terrifying and thrilling at the same time. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. He's yeah. like selling the dream. It's terrifying.
0: It's terrifying. I legit had a conversation with myself. Like realistically, there's a good chance that you're going to be asked a question that's going to expose you and they're going to kick you out of the room. Oh. And so until that moment happens, like just go in there and just like, to show up the best that you can. But at some point you're going to be exposed that you don't belong here. Like that was just kind of my belief walking in.
1: I, I feel that. I feel that. And you know what's crazy is like, no, nowhere on there did it say there was going to be a test and that like you'd fail at some point. Like we paid to be in there, but I, I, know, I know that feeling because that's like a conditioned belief of like, we're always being tested, Yeah. right? There's always a test you could possibly fail that you're going to get kicked out of what The cool kids club, the like people that are smarter than you club, the people who have made more money than you club, like there's these imaginary like boxes we put ourselves in. And I had that same conversation with myself, like, well, you, you paid to be here. So I, I guess you deserve to be here. Like it was really that far as, as far as I went with it too. So, okay. So you're in the room, you're terrified. You're like, okay, I can do this. Let's just show up until they figure out I'm a fraud and they kick me out.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Because you have this expectation that everybody just has everything so dialed in. It's like the second they, they pull the curtain back on their business, like all boxes are checked, all systems are in place, everything's defined, and it's just this well-oiled machine that just runs beautifully. And mine surely was nuts. <laughs> and so it's just like, as soon as they see the the mess in which I've created, which I somehow call a business.
1: <laughs> They're going to kick me out. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And so that was the feeling. And then you, you, you get into the room and you realize everybody's having a very similar experience in that regards. And I remember clearly that one of, they may have been the most financially successful person in our group, but definitely one of the top. And they were the most radically insecure about everything that they were doing. And it just blew my mind, blew my mind that I'm sitting here not even close to the revenue generation that this person has but feeling so much more confident in myself. I didn't even know it was possible to achieve that level of success being that radically insecure and that was just a huge paradigm shift for me and on the other side of it some people achieving again like not having a lot of success but just feeling a lot of confidence in themselves and certainty to go out there and do things and it was just this huge contrast that I didn't even know existed which just allowed me to expand my own level of thinking on what's possible, which is beautiful. Seriously.
1: I I think it took us all of by the first lunch to realize like, oh, okay, this is a safe space. And I think the thing that they do that's so beautiful is they have us all get up in front of the room, right? Everyone's favorite thing to do and talk about yourself. And I think that's where we got to really experience people's true emotions as far as like where they were at, at that very moment in their life and business, because We all have businesses or we all want to create businesses, but at the end of the day, we're all human and we have all have like these pre experiences in our life that have shaped us into exactly what you just explained on both ends um, that created confidence in people or created this insecurity that even though they're super successful on paper, they still lack the confidence to like enjoy what they're doing. Even I think if you're coming from that deep a place of insecurity, you can't possibly be enjoying all the benefits of what you've created. And we'll talk about the fact that you now help people with that. But I think this is the number one thing that doesn't really get talked about, is that we call it fear, but, but is there a better term to use for the feeling that comes over people before they step into these rooms? Because I know it happens not just in masterminds, but probably inside the spaces that you hold, the retreats that you have. What is a better term for people so they can feel, feel like, hey, that's probably me too and it, it makes you feel a little bit more normal?
0: I, I find it exhilarating. You know, it's like on the roller coaster, and you're coming over the top of that hill, and you're about to hit that decline, or you're going skydiving, and you're right about to take that leap out of the plane. Like, it's that moment right before just this radical experience of life is about to happen, and it's, it's one of the most thrilling experiences that you can have, and, and you don't get a lot of them in life. You really don't. And so every time you have an opportunity to, it's it's you, you get the, the choice to really like lean into that and understand that there is all of this radically intense emotion that's that's being triggered inside of your body and it's being triggering because you're moving forward through a very healthy change that you're about to to create in your life. Yeah, it's exhilarating.
1: It it is. Okay, so what about those people who are like, I would never jump off a fucking out of a plane and I would never bungee jump. I, that shit's not for me. So that, that, that feeling of wanting to chase that thrill, that exhilaration, there are people who will make sure that they are never put in situations like that because to them, that sounds like death. That doesn't sound thrilling in the positive light that you just painted it. And though I know what you're saying is true, you know, everything's uncomfortable until it's comfortable, right? Until you've done the thing once or twice. Now it's easy to walk into rooms. Now it's easy to show up and just be, But I think that's one of the number one things I think that keeps people from clicking and saying yes to themselves to have that experience. So I know you're so good at helping people kind of bust through those feelings of like getting in their own way. Are there anything we can can share with people who are like, I know I need to be in this room, everything they've said. I've listened to previous episodes. I've looked into Fast Foundations, the mastermind. Like I know what masterminds are. I know this could be so good for me and my business. I just don't want to jump out of the plane.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a variety of reasons to get you inside of a room like that. And one of the most beneficial to me was, you know, being an entrepreneur on and off pretty much my whole adult life. It was the first time I ever was in a room, you know, of 40 other people where everybody understood what it was like to be an entrepreneur because nobody in my life did. And and all of these problems and challenges and emotions and experiences that I was having, I felt were very unique to me. and, And I felt like nobody understood it. And I know it's spoken a lot about, you know, that's spoken a lot about around being around like-minded people, but until you actually experience it, when you can sit in a group and everybody's sharing the same experience, the level of the depth of of relief that comes from that, just like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not all alone on this. I really thought I was, I really believed I was all alone here And, and to know that that's not the case in that moment and that it will no longer be the case moving forward is, is one of the greatest experiences I've ever felt as an entrepreneur, you know, just, just to have that, to feel seen, to feel supported, to feel understood. It's, you can put words to it, but, but until you actually experience it, you don't know what it's like and you don't realize how, how badly you've been longing for it until you experience it.
1: That, that, resonates with me so hard and i think so much of what you just said in those two sentences is what people are seeking it's that it's that connection that peace to not feel alone and you know entrepreneurship is interesting because i feel like so many people shy away from it because they've been they've not been educated around what it could look like for them they haven't been taught like you said no one in your world really understood what that looked like And if you've been conditioned and you grew up to just get that safe job and to be in like that safety and security of, say, a job with benefits or whatever the case may be, the idea of doing something on your own, that's the the scary jump out of the plane feeling. And so to know that if you wanted to become an entrepreneur, this would be the place to find that community that would support you through that growth. And that's what it looked like for, I think, both of us, because we kind of came in there not knowing exactly what we wanted to do. I would say for both of us, we were seeking high level friendships that where we could actually like just be more relatable because though I had entrepreneurs in my life, I I felt like my dreams and my goals were a little bit too big and almost far fetched for the people around me that I didn't get the, wow, that's a really great idea. Like, how can I help you? Or your dream sounds really cool. Why don't we add this to it? Or like even made it even bigger than I could have seen for myself because when you start to show up as that version of yourself, people see things in you. And when you're in a collective safe space like that, they almost like like shine a light on your superpowers and help you expand into that version. And I I watched that happen with you and you just got poured in like your energy. Like people were like, we want the Arvin energy. Like <laughs> it was like, get up front and like get us hyped. And I think you were like, wait, like everybody doesn't show up like this. Like, yeah, this is my superpower. Like who knew this is just me and That happened to so many people. We had Alex Street on the podcast a few episodes ago, sharing how he became a story coach. And he was like, "Wait, not everybody can just get up and talk on a microphone." And we were like, "No, Alex, no, we can't." Like, teach us how you do that. And so he discovered his superpower, and so many other people we saw discover like what they were really good at. And one thing for me, I had a mentor before I joined the mastermind say to me, "What, you know, why did you join?" Like, like just wanted to know my reasoning. And I'm like, "I just know there's so many things I don't know." And he said to me, you're going to realize how much you actually do know when you get there. And that was so powerful because like how we were just describing how we felt walking into that room, we think we are not the smartest in the room. We think we don't know much. We think we have nothing to bring to the table. And often you can find your confidence in rooms like this. When you re-remember or rediscover the things that you already innately know, like if you have superpowers or if you are good at things naturally, it's a place where you can really develop those skills. Like you being able to step into this full confidence and be able to then teach people how to show up confidently and get clarity on where they want to go with their life and how to be consistent. It's so cool. Like, it's just like magical. And I swear, like getting to do this podcast lets me relive those moments of watching everybody like come to light like step into their like highest self and watching over the last couple of years we've had over 350 people go through this mastermind it's everyone has a positive takeaway Uh, it's all just a matter of like where you are and how much you're willing to, to play full out and we talk a lot about that so can we dive into what that looks like because you know out of let's say the 45 people that were in our first round not everybody created something with that and i think that has a lot to do with how they show up right
0: yeah, that almost always has to do with psychology and skill set, but pretty much everybody in there had, had a skill set that they could monetize. You know, yep. There's a lot of people in the space that come into it not realizing how much skill needs to be developed to be able to achieve success, but pretty much everybody in that room had a, had a legitimate expertise that, that could be monetized. And so they had what they needed to move forward. But the psychology piece comes into play, right? Like Every step forward, there's there's a fear around it. There's a fear of judgment. There's a fear of failure. All this stuff that comes with it. And it's just constant, edgy work that needs to be done, which is why putting yourself in the room is so important. But you also have to have the responsibility to engage with the room. Yeah. Right? Like Just because you're in it doesn't mean you're showing up in it. You can still get into a room and hide. And so... Sometimes people think just making the investment that's all they need to do. No, that gets you in the room, but once you're in the room, that's your opportunity to to expand, to to be vulnerable, to to share what's really going on so that you can be supportive and that's supportive and that's that's the scary part. But when you can do that, that's when people are going to connect with you the most and that's when you're going to you're, you're going to get the most growth because you're opening up about about the reasons why you chose to be in the room in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So talk us through your experience. So you, you were with us for those five, six months. We did the first round. Can you share some of like your, so we had the gym, we had the mastermind. Had you sold the gym at that point when you joined?
0: No, I was terrified too. Like I I was so ready to let it go, but at at the time I wasn't, I didn't have clear vision on what I was going to do next. I didn't know how to let go of something that had been such a huge part of my life for the last seven years. I was just scared to make that decision. And being in that room, we had conversations around that. Like, what's the one thing that's, that's, that's taking the most energy out of you right now? I'm just like my gym, 100%. It's like, we well, need to let it go. And it's just being able to be in that conversation with abundant-minded people that, that just normalized decisions like that, that normalized what the, the experience of transitioning to something new is, allowed me to, to feel supported to take that leap. And when I, I went home and... I think two days after I got back, I did a 30-day notice to all my members like, this is it, we're, we're closing. And I immediately just made that decision, the decision that I've been trying to make for the last two years of my life. Wow. But I was all alone trying to figure out how to do that. I, just, I didn't know how and I didn't have the courage to do it. But just being in that room and allowing myself to be seen, seeing myself through other people's eyes and just allowing myself to be supported enabled me to to pull the trigger on, on a decision that that I really needed to make in my life and it was it, it just set off the a domino effect of radical change that happened over the next year that was the most incredible year in my life because I chose to put myself in that room.
1: When I tell you you guys the most radical year like I I didn't get to rip the bandaid off like Arvin did and watching what you allowed yourself to explore and lean into and challenge yourself to do was like a impressive and b like so motivating and inspiring because you did you did you ripped the bandaid off you got rid of the gym you sold all everything almost and then moved to San Diego for a little bit and then you were on your merry way just learning and discovering like how you wanted to show up and yeah. what felt good for you and and then you had an incredible opportunity. Uh, Will you talk us through what opportunity came your way that helped you really kind of propel forward and get you where you are now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I was in a room like that, being around people that were thinking bigger, that were being consistent in the things that they need to do. A lot of skill development was happening along with the evolution of my own psychology. And because of that, I auditioned to be a speaker for Tony Robbins and over a thousand people auditioned for that for that position. And I went through three rounds of auditions and I ended up getting their their top speaker role, which turned into being the director of coaching for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi's uh, mastermind company. And so I did that for the next year of my life, which was, you know, I went from going into this mastermind. I had been coaching for seven years up to that point. I've been coaching CrossFit for seven years at a brick and mortar, trying to transition into the online space, learning the skills around that, but also having a skill set of coaching and a year later i'm the director of coaching for mastermind i'm running a seven million dollar coaching program i'm coaching hundreds of people in this program i'm facilitating trainings to our twenty thousand person audience and i'm i'm sharing a stage with dean and tony on a, on a consistent basis over the whole year and it was just it was mind-blowing you know everybody says it's crazy what can happen in a year like that was literally my experience i went from where i felt like i had nothing to, to, to running coaching programs for the biggest program in the, in the world, in the world.
1: Mastermind.com. the world mastermind
0: even saying now. God. Like, it still God. now doesn't even feel real. You know what I mean? I'm like, Seriously? did that really
1: happen? <laughs> yeah, it fucking did happen. It fucking, we all watched it like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah that, that was some next level shit. And that's why, like, it's funny because I've seen you a couple times since, like, you know, um, you've moved on and you're doing your own thing again now. And I'm just like... <laughs> You're so casual about stuff. You're like, yeah. But like, I'm glad we got a little energy because I feel like it's well, that was a big fucking deal. And I think a lot of times like most entrepreneurs, we don't stop to celebrate some of the biggest wins or small wins that we have. That's why I'm still carrying on Jackie's Fuck Yeah Friday inside the group, because <laughs> yeah. it's like every little win, the fact that you even auditioned, that you even put your name in the hat for that, and then got through all of that and, and then stepped into that space and, and, and did your thing. Like, that's huge. I mean, congratulations on all of that. Um, you know, we're always, all of us have been cheering from afar, but how great did it feel to have a community of people that knew you before that too? And then to see you step into that, like it's, it's that level of support that maybe even though you didn't talk to everybody on a regular basis, you knew you had it, or if you needed it, you could lean on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was like a a two part sequence that happened because being in the mastermind, we were given this exercise to identify the 10 people, because proximity is power, right? So the 10 people that you would want to be around with, that you would want to be in their circle. And one of the people on my list, the top person on my list was Kayla Craft. And the next question was, what can you do to bring value to this person to, to get into her circle? Because she was operating at a much higher level than I was. There was nothing that I could bring. I couldn't bring her like expertise or money or anything like that. She already had all that stuff. And so she was hosting this event and I reached out to her and asked her like, is it, can I help you out with your event? Can I offer my time and my energy to support you? I'll, I'll check people in. Like I'll clean up the room when everybody's gone, whatever you need. Like, I just want to be in the room with you and watch you do your thing. And she allowed me to do that. And this was a month before the live auditions for the speaker role. And because of that, she gave me stage time. She let me go on stage and speak for, for 20 minutes. And it was such a, like, a powerful experience for me because I, I hadn't been speaking on stage in, in a while and so I got this really powerful rep and it just reminded me how good I can be on stage. And then two weeks after that, we had our last in-person meetup at Fast Foundations and I got to share everybody the opportunity that was coming. And I just had this, this room full of support and then I left that and went into the live auditions and then nailed it and got the, got the position. And so it was just like being in that room was this ripple effect of all the things that was happening that prepared me for this monstrous opportunity that was coming my way.
1: Uh, I remember I was in the room at Kaylee craft's event. (laughs) I Remember that like it was yesterday and you brought that natural Arvin energy. And, you know, we talk a lot about what people pay for. And a lot of times they pay to be in your energy. They pay to absorb that energy. And you're one of those people that, you know, I'm sure there's days where you don't want to show up. So like. You know, hypey, but it's just luckily that's your natural default, and you've developed tools and and ways to get yourself into that state. And that's one of the things. Like, you know, my very first event that I hosted, my Beauty Insiders brunches, which was that summer of 2019. Who did I call right before I I had to speak? You. I was like, I got to call Arvin. I need some Arvin energy. Get me hyped. <laughs> you talked me through it, and I had an amazing event. And then you were at my next one. And I think that's the power of community and connection and getting in rooms like these masterminds, especially fast foundations where you can really build that solid community because it doesn't have to be lonely at the top. There doesn't have to be the stigma around entrepreneurship is lonely or whatever. There's always another level. So lonely at the top, what's the top? The top is your version. So make it not lonely, make friends, get in the rooms, you know, pay to have your seat there and and watch the opportunities start to unfold for you because each position that you put yourself in can lead you to things like I said in the beginning that you you wouldn't even know they wouldn't have even been on your mind because you couldn't even think that big for yourself yet yeah and so now what's going on currently in your world you you went through all that with Dean and Tony you ran programs you were doing all the coaching and teaching and then something was calling you what 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 brought you through that talk us through that part where you kind of stopped with them and then decided you were going to go back doing your thing
0: yeah I mean At the end of the day it's the entrepreneurship mindset right it's i had the greatest opportunity anybody in our space could have working for somebody else and i loved it and i had so much growth and at the same time it became clear for me like i want to be on my own path you know i i want to create my vision i want to i want to be the one making the decisions i want to be the one taking on the responsibility i want to take on the risk i wanted that entrepreneurship experience and so it was, it was beautiful to allow me to have that and get all the growth that came with it and get the crystal clarity that I needed to know like this is the path I need to be on, which was entrepreneurship. Yeah. And then just in being in an in a, in a environment of that large of a scale really just anchored in for me how important intimacy is. And so for me, it's, it's going back to what I believe the foundation of coaching is, which is relationships. And for me, creating experiences that have a lot of depth a lot of connection, a lot of support, a lot of frequency that I build real meaningful relationships with the people that I work with so that I can support them on all levels that are necessary for them to to grow. And if I don't create enough trust in that relationship for, for them to open up to me about the hard things, then I can't serve them in the way that they need to be served in order for them to grow. And so it's, it's my responsibility to create that kind of experience to to hold that space to where they feel safe to open up about those things so that we can really get to the root of what's what's blocking them so that we can create the path to where they're wanting to go
1: Mm, so good and you're so good at that too like you're so naturally gifted at helping people feel seen like you just have a ability to hold space and I I know that probably comes from years of coaching in the gym and you know we know we have that relatability together We, we know people come for the what they think the outside version of themselves should be, but there's always deeper levels. And I think in, in the beauty industry and fitness, when people come in and they want to work with you, uh, they tell you all the sorts of things like that vulnerability piece is there. And it's, it's intimacy and it's, you know, same I've put my hands on people for the first time ever to do a haircut. And I now know a lot of things that maybe not a lot of people know. And so I think you were training for this for a really long time and the mastermind open the pathway and the ability for you to see, like you have a bigger future to, you know, take the training part out of it and really focus on the person. Um, So it's been beautiful to watch your journey. And I think you're just getting started to be honest. Like (laughs) honestly, I think your, 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 your gifts are blossoming. And if you guys have the opportunity to be in Arvin's presence, you make sure you get yourself around him. He's on social media. Um, How can people be more in your energy?
0: You just follow him on Instagram, Arvin underscore Anderson.
1: (laughs) See? Easy peasy. Um, (laughs) It is. I know you are. You're the best. Any other takeaways you want to share about the mastermind experience that you had? I know we all have walked away with such great friendships. So that's like one of those things I hold near and dear.
0: Yeah. You know, and it was, it was an insight given to me from the mastermind is that people are at home starving for connection and experience. And these businesses that we're trying to build to bring in the money that we desire is so that we can create more connection and experience in our life. And if we can just make the decision to bring that into our life now, which is what we're working towards in the first place, that's what's going to enable us to create this all-encompassing, fulfilling experience that we're after. Like, Start building the relationships now. Get into the room that creates experience, life experience, allowing yourself to experience a little bit of luxury that you don't normally treat yourself to. And and get a taste of the good life because it's really inspiring when you get a taste of that to go home and continue to find ways to recreate that.
1: I love that. Oof, so good. Let's just leave them with that. You guys, if you love this episode, please, it would mean the world if you could share it with somebody who also could get some value out of it. This podcast is for those of you thinking about joining in a mastermind, finding more support after you've gotten out of a mastermind, or if you're even just thinking about playing around with entrepreneurship, um, we're here to support you in that growth journey and I'm sure if you're thinking about it, one of your friends is too. So sharing this gets this out to more people. Um and follow Arvin. I promise you, he's one of my favorite people. I can't get enough. Um and we will see you guys on the next episode of Fast Foundations the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. For more free business tips like this, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram at fast.foundations. What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? We want to know. Tag us on Instagram, share this episode with a friend, and leave us a five-star rating and review so we can reach more incredible entrepreneurs like you. We're so glad to have you as part of our community. Go to our website, fastfoundations.com, for details on our next in-person event. This podcast is sponsored by Carter & Custer Agency at carterandcuster.com.